This is Wordfall, with historical novelist Rosanna M. White, offering our words to the Lord at the crossroads of faith, family, and fiction. Who we get to be. Several years ago, I sat down to write a blog post, and I just pulled it open and started typing in a title for it, and I typed in, Who We Get to Be. I didn't even know why. I had no great idea for what this post was going to be about yet, but I just started writing it and just wanted to see where it would go. To put this in some historical context, this was um, very closely following one of the church shootings. And at the time, my sister was going through cancer treatments. So these things kind of combined into um, just this, this thought that came out. So in part, it was because of the reactions that society has when there is a horrendous event like a shooting. Um, They're so quick to blame, to blame the person, to blame political beliefs, to blame uh, prejudice, to blame the weapons themselves. Very rarely do we see anyone trying to get at the heart of the issue, which is the hatred that has a stranglehold on so many people in our country. And then my sister had posted something on Facebook that was reflecting on how she was going through this hard time and she would go online and see so many harsh things, so many hard words people were spouting at each other. I think this was near an election cycle as well. And it was so kind of depressing for her when, on the other hand, there was the opposite example that she could see, too, where people would reach out to her when they were total strangers. Someone had just told them what she was going through, and they would reach out exactly when she needed it. And people would speak up with encouragement exactly when she needed it. But it was such a big contrast to what you see in the general world. And it just made her really want to reach out and say to everyone, Uh, Let's spread love. Let's spread joy instead of spreading negativity because it changes things. It changes people. It changes hearts and it changes days and it changes the world. And it kind of also combined with just my everyday daily life. I spend a lot of time typing up responses to comments and emails and messages. And, you know, you pass someone on the street and you decide whether to look them in the eye or not, whether to smile or not. And it just really hit home that we get to choose how people see us. We get to decide what kind of us we're going to be. We get to determine whether we are ruled by bitterness or by love. Hatred really does have a stranglehold on our nation. It did years ago when I first wrote this blog post, and it still does today. We are through yet another election cycle, and Let me just tell you, I'm still hearing hatred for the president. I've heard it all along from one side or another, right? What happened to the respect for the office itself? It doesn't matter whether I voted for the man in office. What matters is that he was voted in. Therefore, he is my president. I really, really hate hearing one side or the other crow about how they hope that someone fails Well, this is our nation. Why would we ever hope that our politicians would fail? And then there are the moral issues. People that hate whoever's on the other side, whether it's, you know, for or against something like homosexual marriage. If you believe one way or the other, those on the opposite side are going to call you evil. They're going to hate that you believe this and hate you sometimes for believing it. 
There's hatred for those who believe differently on political issues, for everything, absolutely everything. If there's a difference of opinion, there's hatred put into the mix. Because we live in a society that has forgotten how to listen. We can't even fathom respect anymore. And even we, the church, who claim to have the light of the world inside us, all too often are adding to the darkness. But we get to decide. We get to decide whether it's words of love or hate that spill from our lips. We get to decide whether we meet bitterness with a smile and a prayer or with bitterness of our own. We get to decide whether we live by love or by hatred. I remember years and years ago, I was working on the edits for Love Finds You in Annapolis, Maryland, which is now a heart's revolution. That was my first book published with a company other than my own. And I had an epiphany as I composed an email in response to some of my editor's suggestions that I get to decide right now what kind of author I'm going to be. I can be the kind that argues and snarls and resents every suggestion, the kind that will make editors groan when they see my name pop up in their inbox, or I can be the kind that greets suggestions with enthusiasm and goes out of my way to make editors know I value their opinion. Readers are probably never going to know how I interact with my publishing team, but they know. They know, they sense, they talk among themselves. And the kind of author I choose to be with them could likely determine whether they want to work with me in the future. And it's the same in all other aspects of life, in how we deal with our families, our neighbors, our churches, with this stranger in the supermarket line. It's true of our online presence and is true of our in-person presence. We get to choose. We get to choose who we are. According to the Bible, we get to be new creatures because of what Jesus did for us. We get to leave behind all the darkness and sin. We get to be perfect. We get to be saints. We get to be his. So why are we still acting like the world? We get to be joyful. We get to boast in our tribulations and troubles. We get to glory in insufficiency. We get to show the world that God is so much, even when life offers us so little. We get to be Jesus to those hurting people around us. What an awe-inspiring title. Not employee of the year or best-selling author or attorney at law. Not even best mother or award winner or millionaire. Our title is Christ follower. Sometimes that just blows me away. We get to be that light for him. We don't just choose to believe or choose to profess. We have to choose to live it, to be it, then we get to watch the world around us change in response. Check out rosannamwhite.com for information about me or my books and to subscribe to my newsletter. This episode of Wordfall is brought to you by Bookish Teas and Totes, bringing you t-shirt and tote bags for book lovers created by book lovers. Check out bookishteasandtotes.com to see our latest designs. Wordfall is a proud part of the White Fire Podcast Network. Please visit whitefire.tv slash podcast for other shows I know you'll love.